Hey everyone, welcome to Breakthrough Conversations. My name is Danielle Perry and I am the host. You already know I am so excited that you are tuned in today for this podcast. And if you are new, this is a Christian podcast which features people of all ages and they share a bit of their story about how God has helped them to overcome a difficult challenge, a situation or a season in their lives, or maybe they're on their way to overcoming with God's help and they do share authentically. Well, if you're back, then you know that this is part two of episode 33, and it features Daniel and Mia Morrison. And the title of this episode is Overcoming Marriage Being Hard. I hope that you enjoyed part one, and I know that you're gonna enjoy part two as you hear the rest of their story. And also, y'all, they're gonna drop some nuggets of wisdom. So I hope that you are ready to tune in. And without further ado, here it is, part two. Enjoy and be blessed. You guys shared about there's there's sort of a idolatry of marriage within our culture mm-hmm. um so i want you to to kind of talk about that and did that have any effect on your marriage at all Ooh, that, that's where it gets real <laughs> yeah. um yeah well i mean i feel like you're the you're the one who can really articulate well the broader thing <laughs> yeah i mean in our culture, and a lot of times in Christian churches as well, there's this sort of idea of marriage as this ultimate goal or this ultimate good. And um, sort of once you're there, you're kind of un- unsupervised with it. Mm-hmm. And un- um, again, if that strong community isn't there and there's mm-hmm. not that expectation of, hey, we're checking in on each other's marriages and we, we care for each other mm-hmm. in this stage of life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there can be this sort of like, you're good, I'm good, um, we're not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I don't think anyone genuinely believes that or would say that mm-hmm. if they were asked about it, but it's sort of the op- standard operation. Cliche. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the cliche, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that plays out in like, the wider relationships. I'm not sure if that's the way our church or community from church would have engaged with us. But again, the Mm -hmm. transition made it Mm -hmm. so that it was just not normalcy was not the Mm -hmm. operating Mm -hmm. standard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think just to build on what you're saying, like it's the way every movie ends and not every, (laughs) but you know, it's like, it's, it's the thing and it's not if you get married, but it's when you get married and like, Mm -hmm. God has someone out there for you. Yeah. You just got to go get, you just got to mm-hmm. find them and mm-hmm. get married and then things will be good. Mm-hmm. And like, um, yeah. And so I think where, where it plays into our marriage, like, I think, I think me is much better at recognizing the idol and be like, get out of here, grind you into <laughs> dust and throw you in the river. Like, <laughs> and whereas like, I like growing up, like, I think, you know, it was just sort of the air I breathed and I like, I was like, I just, you know, and not that a desire for marriage is wrong. Like, I think no, it's a good, right, healthy desire. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, I think there, there's like a, like a promise of like when you get married, not a promise, but like a, when you get married, Expectation. like, yeah, there, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, like sure. Some things will be hard, but like generally it'll make things better. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, it'll make you happy, you know, yeah, sure. You'll fight sometimes, but mm-hmm. like you'll, it'll make, it'll generally increase your happiness level mm-hmm. or whatever. And there's studies that show it and, you know, things, <laughs> whatever. And, and so I think, um, and like also I, I remember actually while we were engaged maybe or something, we, we watched this sermon. It was like called like the myth of romantic love. And it was basically mm-hmm. talking about where our society's ideas of like romantic love and like mm-hmm. you know movies and mm-hmm. books and stuff like mm-hmm. how that sort of originated in like the 1800s or something and up till then it was like that wasn't the way people viewed marriage mm-hmm. and stuff and mm-hmm. it it sort of like became this intriguing <laughs> idea that <laughs> sold well in books uh-huh, so like yeah. people right. like yeah and so right. but like it it just seeps in of like this person oh, life will be so great when we're together and like... Yeah, and then the desire for marriage becomes a desire for self-fulfillment, self-serving, rather than like marriage is self-sacrifice and self-giving. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's like 
it doesn't put you in the right frame of mind to actually love your spouse in the end if that's mm-hmm. the idol of marriage breaks down the, the marriage. marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically. Yeah. yeah. And so and and the and it's crazy because like I can like I can like I know all that stuff up here mm-hmm. and I can articulate it, but mm-hmm. like down Actual here it's like uh-huh. but I want you to make me happy. Yeah. Why don't you make me happy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. it's how it plays out and like mm-hmm. and that's where you see like Man, Laura, like I need your help to mm-hmm. to like, yeah, to to break this idol, um, to break because what that is is that's putting your that's putting your spouse in God's place and saying you're gonna fulfill me or whatever, right. and all and only Jesus that's can right. do that. that and so, right. yep, um, yeah, yep, you hit it on the nose, absolutely, self sacrificing, absolutely. Um, you know, I think too, even as Christians we kind of have this expectation of ourselves that we're going to be these great wives and husbands and not saying that we aren't, but we fail to realize just the areas that we need work in mm-hmm. <laughs> and having a spouse will expose that. Like you were saying, Daniel, like, no, Mia didn't see this part of me, but now she sees it. You know, um, I think it was our pastors who said um, that marriage is an eye opener, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, marriage will definitely open your eyes and, um, it, it really is self-sacrificing. Um, mm-hmm. Selfishness goes out the window for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Even when you have moments of being selfish, you realize <laughs> I can't be like this all always, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what about uh, when it comes to sexual purity? I think that was something else that you guys mentioned to me. Um, mm-hmm. Just how there's this expectation of, um, or it's not talked about enough prior to marriage. Mm-hmm. It may mm-hmm. be talked about in other circles, but when it comes to um Christian circles, you know, and, um, I guess how we are supposed to, you know, have, um, just a good intimacy, good intimacy with our spouses, right. Mm -hmm. Um, healthy intimacy with our spouses. We don't have enough conversations about that. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, talk about that and, um, just maybe some of the things that you guys have dealt with in that arena, if you're comfortable with sharing, um, and you know, what just, what that, what sticks out to you in that conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think one thing that I was sort of thinking about with the last question, so just to tie it together, mm-hmm. is like um, a few years ago, I, I sort of heard someone use the term the sexual prosperity gospel. Um, I oh, think wow. I think mm-hmm. Caitlin Beattie, I think it's her idea, mm-hmm. um, and it's the idea that if you do everything right before marriage, you know, you don't have sex before marriage, and you, you stay pure, or whatever. When you get to marriage, it's going to be great. <laughs> It's going to be easy, mm. not going to be any work. It's just going to be amazing because mm. you did the right thing before marriage. So now marriage is easy mm. in terms of your sexual relationship. And I was mm. like, and like, and I, you know, and I knew that, you know, this is before we got married. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's a, that's a lie. Like, I'm glad I know okay. this, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. but it, it's, it's similar to the, like the romantic mm-hmm. love and stuff. Mm-hmm. You still like, come in like, like, but I did everything right. right. Like, you know, <laughs> right. it should be easy. Yeah. And, and it, yeah. Yeah. It hasn't been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And similar to the marriage idol conversation, mm-hmm. it's like generally the way Christian churches talk about sexuality and purity mm-hmm. is is very like if you're single, this is what's right for you. And then mm-hmm. once you're married, all clear. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no discussion around purity in sexual intimacy within marriage. Mm-hmm. It's all about, well, this is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I, I, I wonder how Christian marriages are doing um, generally because of this. Um, I think the Catholic Church does a pretty good job of talking about it in mm-hmm. certain circles, not mm-hmm. all. Um, but in Protestant churches, I've seen very little like honest mm-hmm. conversation and engagement mm-hmm. around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm. sex is not automatically pure and holy mm. just because it's within it marriage. Not. <laughs> <laughs> nope. um, but that's the yeah. assumption that's made a lot of times. Sorry. Yeah, and mm. and if the whole sexual ethic ahead of marriage is just suppress, suppress, mm-hmm. suppress, then once you get in marriage, all if the problems with lust and the problems with lack of self control existed in singleness, mm-hmm. they're just going to happen within marriage. It's not gonna stop, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say that's exactly our story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um we we bring our own unique brokenness mm-hmm. to our marriage mm-hmm. and our mm-hmm. sexual intimacy mm-hmm. that we're working through. Mm-hmm. Um but 
yeah, I think it's, it's like the assumption that everything will be okay makes it seem like when it isn't. And I would almost say it won't be okay. Mm. <laughs> like, don't expect it to be okay. Yeah. Um, if, it, if it's easy, like, I don't, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> so don't expect it. <laughs> yeah. Or if it's easy for one person and it's not mm-hmm. easy for another, mm-hmm. then again, that separates you because mm-hmm. the one person is feeling like, why is this not easy right. for me when it's so easy right. for you? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. What you said about the suppression, I thought about for that person who suppressed themselves, right? That person who um, was able to be a virgin before marriage, they did so much of the suppression and now they're married, but they don't know how to let go of the suppression. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think honestly, um, that may have been a little of my story a little bit um, Mm -hmm. by the grace of God. Um, I was able to um, not be intimate before. Well, let me let me let me word that right. <laughs> um, I did not have sexual intercourse um, before I married. So once I got married, it was like, okay, there's no holds bar. But how do I do this? Mm. You know what I mean? Because you were taught all the way up to that point. Mm-hmm withhold and stop it and then that's that's mm-hmm. programmed into our bodies absolutely at that point. yeah absolutely and then not to mention the outside influences of um tv movies mm-hmm. music yeah. you know mm-hmm. and what if we're not careful if we've been exposed to those things now we have to get rid of those images because yeah. that's not what sex is like mm-hmm. you know i can go to the topic of pornography mm-hmm. that is not real sex people no. <laughs> it's not real okay <laughs> it's not real but if that's something that you struggled with prior to you have to break that yeah. you know um so absolutely that is a huge conversation i can tell that's one that you're very passionate about mm-hmm. um and it does need to be talked about more amongst christians mm-hmm. yeah it does yeah and yeah and especially like yeah maybe i already said this but like if it's all about suppression 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 because like because eventually you'll get to like what does that say for people who they're not called to marriage and they're going to yep. be single. Like what, what, what are we telling mm-hmm. them? Like, Oh, just hold off. You can make it just a few more years and then you'll be able to like, mm-hmm. what yeah. about it's like, actually like this might not be part of God's plan for your life. Like, yeah. how are we being real about that? And what, what's the greater vision mm-hmm. that we're going for? Mm-hmm. Is it just like, if you're getting married, like married sex is the best. So like, that's your goal and that's right. your prize at the end. Right. But if you're single, like we don't got anything. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. it should be even that for married people, but like, mm-hmm. What's the, and, and I think with the suppression thing, that's mm-hmm. all about don't do this thing right now, yep. but like it can come out later or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not, that's still focused on you. Like you're the one suppressing it or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not focused on like, this is what God's called you to in this time or, you know, yeah. it, it's it's not others focused. It's yeah. still kind of all about you. Very true. Um, so. Very true. Anyways. Yeah, that's good. And we have to. We have to have more conversations about it because of just our American society and how over-sexualized yep. <laughs> our yeah. society yeah. is. It's there. It's just mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And this isn't just um, a struggle that non-Christians have when it comes to being over-sexualized. Like Christians are still dealing with real things, dealing mm-hmm. with things that maybe they are ashamed of and mm-hmm. they don't know who to talk to because there aren't enough conversations around purity mm-hmm. and sex, you know, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, that's good. That's good. So I want you guys to talk about your prayers for each other. Um, Just how do you pray for your spouse? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think um, one thing is I need to pray for you more. Like, it's not that I don't pray for you, but honestly, when you sent us those questions, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, man, I need to to be praying for me more. Um, Uh, Mia Moore. That's your name. (laughs) Uh, Yes. And, and because I think a lot of times like the prayers are like, Lord help us. We're having this really Mm -hmm. hard time or, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever it is. Um, and I think honestly, that's like a lot, a lot of what my prayers for you when I'm just praying for you are about like, cause like, like you've had a really (laughs) rough, like couple of years basically um like not not just not like marriage wise but just like external things and so a lot of times it's just like man lord like mia's like going through it like help her lord like give her the strength um you know like give her encouragement give her community and people to walk with her 
Um, so yeah, I yeah, but I I think there's a lot of room for me to grow in how I pray, how I pray mm-hmm. for Mia, and just mm-hmm. being intentional and faithful in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't feel like praying for your spouse. <laughs> Just to be honest. But, Sometimes it's hard. Yeah. But I mean, the craziest thing is, and I, I forget where I learned this, but like, it's hard to be mad at someone when you're praying. For, mm. Like, it's hard to pray for someone when you're mad at them. Mm-hmm. But if you're able to start praying for them, then like, I think God does something that really softens, softens my heart yep. when I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't believe And then like, <laughs> Lord, help me. And then I'm just like. Oh, like, wow. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm starting to feel that love yeah. love to her. Anyways, I, yeah. I'm rambling. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think my prayers for you have been a lot of, like, God, I can't, but I know you can. Um, and I don't actually know what's needed, but you know what's needed. So, like, mm-hmm. give Daniel what he needs right now to navigate whether it's something between us or, or just like a hard thing in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of prayers like against fear, against like the enemy's tactics to mm. try and yeah. like make hard things harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of like give, give clarity in confusing situations, like help mm. us see one mm-hmm. another clearly like mm-hmm. help me see Daniel with the eyes that you see him mm-hmm. with and mm-hmm. help him <laughs> love love the way that you mm-hmm. would love and um mm-hmm. and a lot of just like letting go like help me come to you first and not lean on him for everything but still trust mm-hmm. that like I can go to him mm-hmm. and he will grow and learn yep. and mm-hmm. so a lot of yeah. prayers like that that's good yeah. and, th- and that makes me think of um like I, I, so I quote a lot of people because <laughs> the best ideas I have are usually somebody else's idea. But I, I heard this from like, um, Paul David Tripp is a guy and he had this like marriage curriculum I went through with a, with a group of husbands a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how like, it's in like, um, like it's important to worship God as creator for the way he's made your spouse. Mm. And so if I'm being like, man, why is she this way? And she shouldn't be that way or whatever. Like unless it's like genuinely a sin issue, Mm -hmm. if it's just her temperament or the way she sees things, um, like that's, God has made her that way. So if Mm -hmm. I'm upset that she's that way, what I'm saying is, God, you, you messed up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so like, I think sometimes when I pray, I'm, I'm praying like, Lord, help me to like see like what is what you said, like help me to see Mia the way you see her her. and like, Mm -hmm. and, and to, to love and appreciate the way that you've created her. That's very different from the way you created me mm-hmm. <laughs> so much so that sometimes it's frustrating, but like, I like show, help me to love her in that. Yeah. Um, and, and to, and to recognize and see the beauty of somebody who's different than me in a, in a very good way. That's so, good. Yeah. I love that. That's actually a prayer that I pray often. God help me to see Jared the way that you see him. Mm-hmm. And that's a very humble prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times, you know, when we're not understanding our spouses, we want to see them from a selfish perspective, if I can say it that way, kind of like, um, well, I don't want to understand him right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to do what I want him to do, you know? And so when you pray that prayer of, well, God, help me to see him the way that you see him, it's, it's humbling because you're going to mm-hmm. see something that's probably going to be different, you know, than what you mm-hmm. see. Um, something you said, Daniel reminded me of something I read. I don't remember the book, but it's a book on marriage and it says, um, you know, praying that prayer of help me, help me to see my spouse the way that you see him, God, or or see her. Mm -hmm. Um, it also is a way of God reminding us, remember, that's my son. Remember, Mm -hmm. that's my daughter. Mm -hmm. And when you kind of have that perspective, it also helps you to humble yourself and say, okay, God. They are your, he is your son first. Mm-hmm. She is your daughter first before, mm-hmm. you know, he's my husband. So, okay, God. Yeah. <laughs> that just reminded me of that when mm-hmm. I read it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, what have you learned the most about each other since being married? Oof. Mm-hmm. A big question. <laughs> I feel like I've learned a lot about how Daniel's growing up as a third culture kid has like influenced who you've become. Mm. Um, 
And when you say third culture, explain that. Yeah, it's um, often a term used for, like, missionary kids who, like, grew up with a mixture of the culture of where they lived, but also where their family is originally from. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So, like, you know, my family's American, grew up in Kenya. I'm not fully American, but I'm not fully Kenyan, Mm -hmm. um, so I'm some mixture of the two. I'm a third culture. That's so Mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. I would love to pick your brain about (laughs) a lot of just how you grew up. All right, we'll have to do a podcast about it. I know, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Wow. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So even we we had a housemate who's um, from Burundi and now lives in Kenya who stayed with us for just a month Mm -hmm. um, and realizing like, oh, so much of like generally African culture I can see in Daniel (laughs) (laughs) and I just don't remember or realize sometimes it's like oh like he just grew up wildly differently from me and like his his different the differences we have particularly in like organization and timeliness and structure Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's like that is totally a cultural Mm. difference Mm. um and it's not a bad thing. It's not an evaluation, but it's like, how do we interact cross-culturally mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. to both like engage with <laughs> curiosity and like bending mm-hmm. towards the other. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's been a big thing. I feel wow. like I've been maybe cementing my learning about you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can you repeat the original question so I'm not <laughs> sure. answering the wrong question? Just what have you learned the most about your spouse, about me? Yeah. Um, I think, like, one of the main things I've learned about Mia is, like, and I, and again, this is more of a cementing thing, but, like, whatever it is, she is really going to feel it. So, like, if it's a really joyful time, she's, like, ecstatic. And if it's really sad, like, she's really... She really feels it. She really mm. grieves deeply. And so, and that's like, that's like a cross cultural experience. <laughs> Not that people don't have emotions in Kenya, but, um, <laughs> but like, yeah, like living with somebody who's like very free with like, you know, if I'm sad, I'm going to be sad. If I'm happy, mm. I'm going to be happy. Whereas mm. I'm sort of like, I'm just like this all the time. And then right, I'll make jokes. Like, right. you know, uh-huh. um, it's, it's been something of like, um, yeah, like, yeah, just just learning, like, that's that's the way she is, and yeah. it's not a bad, like, emotions aren't bad, emotions aren't bad, no, just, <laughs> not that I thought they were, um, so, yeah, yeah I, I think that's that's one of the things I've been, because, like, you know, I, I saw it some in dating, but then, um, yeah, just being able to see her through mm-hmm. the ups and downs, and, mm-hmm. and to rejoice, and to, and to grieve with mm-hmm. her, um, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, totally understandable. Mm-hmm. What have you both learned the most about God since being married? Mm-hmm. Are my questions that deep? <laughs> They're so deep. <laughs> They're good for reflection. Yeah. 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 I think one thing um, I was grappling with a lot when the external circumstances Mm -hmm. were happening um, was I kept asking this question of like, is this from God or is this from like Satan? Like, is this Mm -hmm. an attack or a test or like what, what's the nature of what's coming Mm -hmm. at us? Mm -hmm. And a big thing I was learning in that is like, regardless of the source of the issue or the thing that feels bad, Mm -hmm. the response and the answer is the same. And it's turning to the one who is the answer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's turning Mm -hmm. to him who can speak into it, Mm -hmm. regardless of the origin. And I was so fixated on the origin. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think similarly with, like, the things that are stirring up in us, it's sort Mm -hmm. of, I think a lot of times I get sidetracked into these questions of, is this, like, a quality about Daniel that's good and, Mm -hmm. like worth cultivating or is this something that God is like refining and trying to sharpen away Mm -hmm. and like what's my role in that like how do I build him up Mm -hmm. and also help 
support like whatever work God is doing in his Mm -hmm. life. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's sort of like, regardless of my potential judgments of like what is good or bad or right or wrong or needs Mm -hmm. to change or should stay the same about you. Mm -hmm. The answer is still (laughs) God is going to be the one doing that transformative Mm -hmm. work, not me. And so I need to look to him for guidance of how I engage with you Mm -hmm. and engage in the process of us becoming who we are. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, I think, I think for me, um, something I've really been learning, um, and like, I, I don't know how directly it is tied to marriage, but it's, it's all sort of started coming to a head around the time we got married. It's just Mm -hmm. like, I think learning to receive the love of God in an experiential way. Um, I mean, I grew up in a Christian family, always have been told God loves you. God loves you. God Mm -hmm. loves you my whole life. Um, but I think there's there's lots of other messages I've received as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like, God loves you, but basically just when you're doing the right thing. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> things like that and lies like yeah. that of, yeah. like... Um, and so I think it's it's interesting, though, because, like, really diving into this and, and um, learning to experience, like, that the Lord loves me um, as I, like... Like Mr. Rogers had that song, like I, I like you as you are, exactly and precisely, you know, like like and and that God views me that way. Um and like you know, being able to receive some of that from me as well. Like on our honeymoon, I I I've never experienced anything like it. Like I I like absolutely broke down, like saw like I literally thought I was like, is there a demon coming out of me? Like, like, like I, I made a noise. I've never, it was like a screaming, sobbing wow. sound that was, uh-huh. and, and I, and, um, and I think that what prompted it, Mia asked some, like a really simple question, like, mm-hmm. like, do you think that God's mad at you or something like that? And, mm-hmm. or, or like, do you really think God loves you or how mm-hmm. do you think God views you or mm-hmm. something like that? And, and I, and I like just fell to pieces in front of her because I was like, I think, I think a lot of times I viewed God as like, you know, so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and, and I would never like say that, mm-hmm. but like, the way I live reveals that that's true mm-hmm. about me of like, I'm good at keeping rules. And mm. so I make sure I keep the rules so that I'm on God's good side. Mm. And, and, and I think through being married to Mia in some ways, like I'm not always on Mia's good side. Cause sometimes I do really dumb things mm. or, or, you know, whatever it is. And, and being able to experience from a human, like someone loving me, even when I'm really not doing well, um, it has been paralleling me, like learning that God really loves me mm. even when I'm a mess. Mm. And so, um, yeah, mm. so I'm, I'm still growing in that. I think I have, I have a long way to go to get from like a very intellectual cerebral mm-hmm. faith to like, man, I just love Jesus mm-hmm. and he loves me and mm-hmm. like, ah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of the journey I'm on. Mm. I definitely can relate to that, Daniel. Um, I think I I can relate to just the perspective of God being just this judge, this mm-hmm. holy, righteous judge. And when you mess up, he's mad at you, you know, mm-hmm. when the reality is he's just like, oh, daughter, it's OK. Mm-hmm. I'm here. <laughs> just come to me. You may feel condemned and not want to come to me, but just come to me. I'm here, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say God won't have moments of correcting us and chastising us because mm-hmm. we know what the word says about that. He mm-hmm. chastises those he loves. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean he's just this angry God, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can relate to that. So, how do you guys remain in hope with your marriage? Because you said something earlier. You said, you know, this isn't the end of the story. Yeah. And God is still writing it. So how Mm. do you both remain in hope? Sometimes we don't. (laughs) (laughs) In the the heat of the moment, like, sometimes it's like, I'm not honestly feeling hopeful. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But... um, 
Well, one, I think having more honest conversations with people who are further along in the marriage journey than us Mm -hmm. is part of it. It's like you can't know what you can't see as easily. Mm -hmm. Like God can give you hope and perspective and vision for something you haven't seen for sure. But when you see it, example modeled to you mm-hmm. by someone you love and trust um that makes a huge difference mm-hmm. so the honest conversations have been a big hope mm-hmm. hope booster mm-hmm. <laughs> for me that's good yeah i i would say kind of a similar thing but um i think something god's been teaching me recently more recently is just like the like the importance of being honest and like i've never thought of myself as not being an honest person mm-hmm. but being married to show me how dishonest <laughs> i can be in terms mm-hmm. of omission like mm-hmm. i'm not really gonna say how i feel or whatever mm-hmm. um and so that's something i'm growing in but to get to the hope part of it i think when when i've like not said things or felt certain a certain way for a while and like that's super unhealthy and i'm working on it um but like when i finally tell me like this is what i really think or like whatever it is, it's, it's weird and super like not how I grew up and not something I've done before of like having a very honest negative conversation with someone and then feeling closer to her afterwards. Like we, it was, it was maybe a couple months ago we had our first like bona fide fight. Okay. Like, like, you know, high volume of voices and like, <laughs> and of course it was like right when we were supposed to be leaving for church, you know, that's when it, you know, that's when things happen. Right, <laughs> and right. so, and we were like, it was like very, it was very scary mm-hmm. for me. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, um, but like Mia was, Mia was in such like a elevated mm-hmm. mood that mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I myself was finally like, I, I haven't been saying this when I felt upset before, but like I'm gonna let you know <laughs> that I, like and and it was it was really scary and, and it felt kind of wrong in some ways of like you you know you're not supposed to be mm-hmm. a- well not you're not supposed to be angry but you're not supposed to like let it out in mm-hmm. certain ways and so I, I'm always like pushing it down but like mm-hmm. I finally let it out and like we didn't like get through it but I was like I feel really close to her like wow and so. <laughs> Um, which I think maybe she's like, I've been doing this my whole life. Does that make sense? But, but for me, like, I think as God's breaking down this, like, um, like, I guess it's like hiding and suppressing how you feel and stuff like that. And he's like, no, you really need to be honest, um, about, about the hard stuff and Mm -hmm. not just the good stuff. Um, I'm, I'm seeing, and like it's hard because it's almost like it gets worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. When you're cleaning the room, you like pull everything out. It's a mess, and then mm-hmm. you start putting it back away. Mm-hmm. And like it feels like we're kind of in that mess space mm-hmm. of like, okay, now I'm being honest, and it's really hard. Like, <laughs> um, but but I think like it gives me hope because like you know we're, we're able to have those conversations now. We're still mm-hmm. struggling mm-hmm. with how how do we get through those conversations mm-hmm. and stuff. But like, and we're seeing a counselor and things, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right now we're, you know, we're kind of at the bottom of the valley, I hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, who knows? <laughs> who knows I don't want to bank on that. <laughs> yeah. Because the source of our hope yeah. isn't that it won't get worse. The source of our hope is that God will redeem no matter how bad That's it right. gets. Mm. Absolutely. That's, That's good. good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daniel, I can so relate to you when it comes to, um, learning how to be more open and honest Mm. because the way that I grew up was, you know, we kept a lot of what happened in our home, just in our home. Mm. So we didn't really share things with other people. You know, it was like, we just keep these secrets here. We don't, we don't Mm. tell them elsewhere, Mm. you know, even though, you know, we need to share because we need help, but Mm. we're just going to keep it here. We're just going to suppress it all type thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until I got married that I saw how much I did that. Mm. And Jared, on the other hand, <laughs> did not grow up like me, okay? <laughs> His family, they talk about everything as far as um, just sharing open and honestly emotionally, mm-hmm. you know, whereas for me, I was suppressed a lot in that area. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Jared would all, him being the solutionist that he is, and he's gotten a lot better with that because he's more patient now. But early on in marriage, he would like try to really 
like force things out of me. And I didn't know how to communicate things. I, I just didn't know. So a lot of times I would shut down and kind of deal with things inwardly. <laughs> <Like>, guilty. <laughs> you know, just, or, you know, growing up as an only child, um, I would just have conversations with God. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll just deal with that with God. But mm-hmm. the whole time, Jared is waiting for me to have a conversation with him, you know? Mm-hmm. So I can relate to you with that. Um, mm-hmm. And even though we've been married coming up on 10 years, that's still an area that God is really helping me with. And I can say, though, I notice growth in me because now Jared is sometimes caught off guard when I'm actually speaking open and honestly. And he's just like, huh? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so at times he has to kind of catch himself when, you know, I'm kind of sharing with him. Well, babe, you know, this is me actually opening up more, mm. but. I don't always do it in the best way. You know, mm-hmm. there's not all, sometimes there's not enough tact with how I'm mm. sharing things. I just, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he's just like, okay. So when you share things, just make sure you, you know, so he helps me with that and God is helping me. Um, but yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely relate to that. Mm. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's tough. So there has not been hope lost, thank God. Mm. <laughs> and you guys are still relying on God because you know that he's the foundation of, of you, you mm. guys' marriage and, and even who you are individually. Mm. So I want to ask you guys this. Where do you see your marriage in five years? It's mm. <laughs> mm. a big question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2028. Well, I know it's not going to be like it is right now because we've said that to each other. Like we're not, we're not keeping on doing this. You know, the like the negative cycles that we get into sometimes. It's like we're not, we're not keeping this going. Like Mm -hmm. we're gonna, we're gonna figure out how to relate to each other better Mm -hmm. than this. Um, so that that's a piece of it, but that's a what we're not doing. What we are doing. Mm Um, I mean, I think. Um. It's it's funny. Well, no, no, no. It's it's funny to ask this question because this is this is a question I think that's a lot about intentionality and vision and planning and something. Mm -hmm. And those are all things that I'm pretty (laughs) weak in that we've been talking about. Like, like we need to grow in this Mm -hmm. and and stuff. And so, like, I'm like, man, five years. I'd love it to be that. Like, we're at a place where we have like these clear like vision and goals and like this is, you know, these are the things that we're really prioritizing as a couple. These are the things that we're both doing individually that we're, you know, we're not, I'm not involved in, but I'm supporting you. Mm. Um, so in, in a place of, I I guess more clarity, um, Mm. and more like, and you know, God doesn't always make everything super clear, but like at least more like direction. Cause I feel like we've, you know, I think, I, I feel like in some ways we've been like, keeping our heads above mm-hmm. water in mm-hmm. marriage and like, mm-hmm. and we're like, Hey, we're just, we're just staying afloat right now. Mm-hmm. But like in five years, I'm really hopeful to see like, like we're going somewhere. We're swimming yeah. now. We're going yeah. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it has been really helpful. Our, our friends had a baby, the friends that I was living with <laughs> before we moved in together mm-hmm. after getting married, um, had a baby Two months, uh, three, three months, three months, almost three exactly, months yeah. before we got married. Okay. So anytime we're discouraged about our marriage, we think about her and where she's at in her development. Mm. It's like, baby. okay, yeah. we're not even talking in full sentences yet. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're behind where she's at. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course we're both full grown adults and mm-hmm. have more resources at our disposal. But mm-hmm. in terms of our joined life mm-hmm. is still so young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And I think what we're going through now, it's sort of like we could be doing all this now or we could be doing all this in five years or 10 years or 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the foundation we're laying with these heavy rocks mm-hmm. is so worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And the ripple effects of that can bless the relationships we have with others, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. our emotional intimacy and capacity to suffer with others mm-hmm. going through challenging seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know when 
the community gets rebuilt, the church feels more stable, the friendships are remade or new mm-hmm. friendships are made. Um, but I would really hope it's in that five year mm-hmm. um, span. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I love what you're saying about like building foundation. Cause I think in some ways, like it's been hard, but I think it's been hard because in a lot of ways and, and like, this is a good thing because Mia, Mia, really desires to have a strong open relationship of like you know like me and in a lot of ways Mia has been like and like you know we're in it together mm-hmm. but like you know like we've had a lot of like conversations that I feel like maybe other couples like they just sort of live their lives and then like they don't really talk about it. and then 10 years down the line they're like yeah. finally bring yeah. it up and we're mm-hmm. like we're gonna talk about this now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which um, a lot of times I'm like, is this crazy? <laughs> this is just a bad idea. But yeah, and so yeah, yeah, just hopeful that if you know, not that we're oh, we got it all figured out the first couple of years no. and then we you were cruising, but like, I think it's it'll lay a strong foundation even for when we're in a different life stage and we have other big things coming mm-hmm. up that we need to talk about. It's like we we've learned how to communicate and walk mm-hmm. through these issues together and so yeah yeah that's good yeah and I think it's also good preparation for children you guys desire children it's a conversation conversation. oh it's a conversation (laughs) all right all right yeah we never know what God is um God has planned for us um and yeah we we do have a lot of questions when we're in seasons like you know the season that you guys are in like God what are you trying to show us what are you trying to teach Mm -hmm. us like what are you preparing us for you know, mm-hmm. and I think um, to have the perspective of you must be preparing us for something great mm-hmm. if we're going through this much mm-hmm. is a good perspective to have um, because I think it helps to to kind of make things a little bit more clear um, because God doesn't waste anything. You mm-hmm. know, he doesn't waste any trials or anything mm-hmm. like that. So, um, you know, God must have something big for you guys. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's building such a strong foundation right now. Yeah. Yep. So I thank you guys so much for sharing on this podcast. Um, and my last question for you before I have you just share any advice for any others in your shoes is um, what made you say yes to sharing today? If it can help someone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, here we are talking about nobody talks about this. We're, we're yeah. willing to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Because when Jared was saying like, hey, my wife like wants you guys on the podcast, I was kind of like, we're a mess right now. <laughs> like, you sure you want us on this podcast? Because, yeah. um, so I think, yeah, it was, and like, honestly, like when I was, we were talking about it the other week, I was sort of like expecting, like I was sort of like, I don't know if we should. And I was sort of expecting Mia to be like, I don't, I don't think we should. And they're like, all right, we, we won't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I talked to me and she was like, yeah, yeah, I think we could. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh really? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think, but with the, with the hope again of like, yeah, like this stuff is real and, and nobody else has our same story, but other people have similar stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, if it, if it can be an encouragement to anyone to just hear like, I'm not alone. Mm, I'm not yeah. alone. Um, other people are walking through this and, and I don't have to walk alone in silence either. Mm, that's yeah. right. That's right. I love that. Um, again, thank you guys so much. Um, I think, uh, like this, the, 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 what's the word? The purpose of this podcast is for people not to only come on to share what they've overcome, but mm. also if they're in the process of overcoming And that's where you guys are. You know, Mm -hmm. you're in the process of overcoming these hard situations and you're just learning what it takes to be married. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, again, um, thank you for sharing. I know that there are people who will watch and be able Mm -hmm. to relate and will be very grateful that you guys took the time in such a vulnerable place to share just a little Mm -hmm. bit of, you know, what you guys have been dealing with. So, um as we close out, um, share any advice, any encouragement that you have for others in your shoes. Because we're such experts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I think all, all, like one one piece of advice that again I was I was uh, I got I was really thankful for um, just a, another another man in my life who's like I want to get some some other guys who are, you know some other husbands around mm-hmm. just so we can encourage one another because um, he's like a lot of people out there they're not in this fight you know they maybe they're still married but they're not really putting the work in he's like mm-hmm. we want to be men who are putting work into it and so you guys together and in that group. Um, one of the things that's really stuck with me is one of the other guys was saying like, you know, he shared about some hard experiences he and his wife went through, but they've like gotten through them. And he's like, don't, don't let walls get built up between you. Um, and, and what my prayer partner said about like, "Mm, counseling, 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 you know? And then I was like, Oh no, it's okay. (laughs) Like, Like, I think, you know, looking back, even, you know, we've been married less than a year and a half, but looking back over our marriage, I'm like, yeah. I should have, I should have asked for help sooner. Um, mm-hmm. I should. And like, cause the longer you wait, the more chance there is for walls to start being built up. Yeah. And so like, and I feel like some of them already got up a little bit and now we're like, we have to beat down the wall <laughs> before we can get to each <laughs> yeah. other. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like it, it doesn't need to be at a crisis point to reach out for help. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and yeah, and, and this might be your point, so sorry if I steal it. But yeah, like <laughs> marriage is not, it's not a, it is a two-person event, but like it needs a community. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. um, maybe you could share some about the quote that we shared. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, there's, my friend wrote an article that was about like, she said something like when partners are fighting with each other, mm-hmm. like when they're yelling at each other, they're actually yelling, you're not enough people to me. Oh, yeah, I wanted to ask you about that, right. Yeah, and, yeah, sort of that thing of, like, at some point, your spouse is not going to be everything Mm. to you. And God, like, generously gives us community Mm -hmm. and other people, Mm -hmm. including our spouse, Mm -hmm. um, if we are married, to, to walk through life together and to expect all a community can provide from one Mm. person would be a mistake. Mm. Um, And then in addition to that, there's God, because all people are going to fail us also. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like the one who won't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I often come back to that quote of like, you're not enough people to me. Mm. Sort of like, I can't look to Daniel for everything. Mm. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Sorry, but but sorry, I, I that was helping. She was helping me finish my advice. Do you have any advice? <laughs> oh, um, I think one interesting thing that uh, Daniel observed about me <laughs> that was super insightful and helpful, and I was really glad he shared it. Not in the moment, but later on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what this is. I'm very excited to learn. Is um, so PMS. Um, I have pretty intense emotional build up around PMS. Mm -hmm. And one thing Daniel said once, I don't know if it was once we were married or even when we were engaged, he asked me once, like when you're in that phase of your cycle, Mm -hmm. are you, do you become harsher? And it was because I was being really harsh towards him. (laughs) 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 And it was the truth. It was like, Oh my gosh, I really do become harsher Mm -hmm. and I never knew that before he reflected it to me. Mm -hmm. And in that moment I felt like anger and shame of like, how could you like what? Um, Mm -hmm. But later on I was realizing like part of the reason why I get so emotional around that time is because I'm being harsh to myself Mm -hmm. constantly. And then that harshness eventually bubbles over and either like I'm breaking down because I've been beating myself up Mm -hmm. or I take it out on the people closest Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that would be a piece of advice, just like generally, whether you have PMS or not, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, like learn to experience the love of God and the kindness and the love Mm -hmm. towards yourself and mm. and that will overflow then to learning to better love and sacrifice and mm. care for mm. the person you're trying to love, whether it's your spouse or any mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's good. 
I can relate, girl. That PMS, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. Um, it's funny because Jared and I recently had a conversation. I was just trying to explain to him, you know, babe, there's a certain time in the month where my libido is like, woo! And then there's other times where it's like, mm-mm, I'm good, you know? He's just like, well... Is it all biological though? Like, is it all physical? Because I think some of it is mental. And I'm like, babe, you don't understand. You're not a woman. And da, da, da. But what he was basically saying was, we have to learn to exercise um, intentionality, even when we're not feeling. Yeah. Like we want to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have to still learn how to basically give our spouse what they want or what they desire, even if our bodies are not you know, physically, whatever, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, Because I think we tend to press with other areas, but sometimes just when it comes to our spouses, whether it's physical, whether it's intimacy or just emotional or mental, whatever it is, if we're all (laughs) PMS-y, we tend to kind of just be in that and not realize I can actually press through this. It's Mm going to be hard, but I can press through this. Mm -hmm. If I know I'm being harsh with my spouse, I can be less harsh. Mm. Again, it may take it may take more of a press because, mm. you know, with all that's going on in our bodies that time of the month. Mm. But I don't think God allowed, let me say this the right way. I don't think he allowed our bodies to go through certain things for us to be unkind. Yeah. Yeah. As an excuse. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, that's another conversation. It is. <laughs> and you... You got to have a conversation. Wait, so we're going to have a podcast about, I forget what, but you guys need to have a podcast about that because she has so many good thoughts and things to share. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, guys, this has been great. Thank you so much again for sharing. Um, And I want everybody to share this with someone else um, that, you know, are um, maybe dealing with some of the things that the Morrisons are dealing with. Um, And I I actually believe that this episode can bless any marriage um, because they had a lot of wisdom nuggets with what God is showing them and teaching them. Um, so I, that, that I think can bless any marriage. So um, I hope that you share this with others. I hope that you like the episode. I hope that you leave a comment, just letting us know something that stood out today. Um, and also subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Until next time, be blessed and have a wonderful day.